Adams, Adamly, Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. with that mic in your hand. It's time for school. Rock school. With your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. It, it has been awful. It's I mean, crazy. It's been in the gut and then clean on the chin. Has any form of music actually benefited from this? Yes. Screaming? Believe it or not. No, classical. Class is in. This is the Rock School Radio Show here on the Rock School Radio Network. My name is Joe Burns. You are... Tammy Burns. We are still in quarantine. Who are those hairy, unbathed creatures who live with us? I have no idea. I thought they were the cats, but it turned out to be my teenage son. Take a guess. How many days since the last shower? Uh... Five. Five. I think you may be handing him a day or two. During the quarantine... Obviously, nobody can tour. As a matter of fact, you and I received an email yesterday that the KISS show that we were supposed to go to three days after the quarantine began, it is rescheduled now for October. Yay! Right. I've never seen KISS, which is one of the groups that just has eluded me, which is... I thought was odd, but I doubt David Lee Roth's going to be opening for them. However, during this time, a lot of bands, a lot of individual singers, Ed Sheeran's doing a lot of it, Pink is doing a lot of it, they are streaming their music right. for us to listen to. Yeah. As a matter of fact, the guys from Queen are doing a lot with Adam Lambert, and they're also doing a lot with music students in the UK. So you'll hear We Are the Champions, you know, with, with, with Brian May yeah. playing, and then about three other or four other people who are music students, which you know, it's got to be fun for him, too. However, and this is where the topic came from. Do you remember back on April 18th, there was this thing called One World Together at Home? Yes. Right. It was like four hours long yep. and and somebody played their big hit. And, and I'm trying to think of what her name is, Taylor Swift. She played her new hit and mm-hmm. such. And, and there was all this kind of streaming. Here's the concern. You would think, since it's for charity, for raising money, for doing those things, that all the the legal side of it, right. all of the royalties, all of the what have you, would just kind of be forgotten about. Play the song, guys. Right, right. Raise money for people. Exactly. Help these people. Wrong, 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 uh-uh. wrong, wrong, wrong. There's a woman named Julie Wadley, and she headed up a team whose only job it was to clear the rights for all 130 songs that played during that show. Wow. That's a lot of songs. Wow. She had a crew of a, it doesn't say, I'm going to guess a bunch of people. She said she worked 12-hour days for over a week. 
Why did it take so long? Because not only did she have to clear the rights from the band, then you had a guy from Coldplay. So now you're not dealing with ASCAP and BMI. You're dealing with CSAC over in the UK. Right. And then you had people that were world musicians. And you had to clear rights all around the world. Oh, I'm getting dizzy. Oh, I get it. it. It sounds like it's a horrible thing going on. But my question is, this is probably going to be the future of a lot of music. Why tour as a troubadour right. when you can, say, Ed Sheeran, when you can simply sit in a pretty room mm-hmm. and then do it that way and have people pay to do it? That's true. We didn't have Jazz Fest this year. Why not simply record bands 30 minutes at a time and then pay people to see it? See what I'm getting at it? Or yeah. people pay you yeah, to see it. Yeah, so they could watch it anytime they want to. Exactly that. But if you're going to play music, there has to be rights. How do the rights of music work now, every day? Mm-hmm. If you're not a friend of mine on Facebook, please friend me. Because every day, I get up and I record a song and I stream it out to everybody during quarantine. Right. I got nothing better to right. do. Why not? Do I have to clear the rights for that. I've been clearing it for you. So what I got for us today is a bunch of these recordings. I took it straight off of YouTube. Being a radio person, I have the ability to uh, grab that and send it out to you. So I'm going to play these for you. And furthermore, I'm going to talk for an hour on the idea of rights. What is it going to take to stream music, not not like Spotify, but live? Wow. Put a microphone in front of you and you think, well, the, the, the rights are all the same. Wrong, 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 wrong. It gets wicked fun. All right, you're a big fan of the Rolling Stones. Yeah. They were the ones that sort of showed how it was done during this One World Together at Home concert. Uh-huh. And I have that for you. Here's the Stones streaming on Rock School. Well, I saw her today at the reception. A glass of wine in her hand. I know she was gonna meet her connection At her feet was a footloose man Now you can't always get what you want Now you can't always get what you want Now you can't always get what you want want. But if you try sometimes, you just might find you get what you need. Oh yeah, you get what you need. So I went down to the demo's lounge. It's Rolling Stones from One World Together at Home. Uh, they they cleared rights. Actually, they didn't. Judy Wadley cleared rights for the television show. Right. But right now, a lot of bands are doing it. Bare Naked Ladies are doing it. Lots of stuff by Queen. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of stuff by not only Dave Grohl, but also the musicians in the Foo Fighters. And a lot of teaching schools are having... You've seen those Zoom things with oh, yeah. 20 and there's a... I love it. Yeah, 20 little windows. There's a sax up there and a trombone mm-hmm. over there and, and such. As of right now, nobody, and I only know that because ASCAP BMI has said, nobody's clearing the rights 
for these things. However, a survey was done of music listeners. That's what it said, music listeners. I thought that was every upright walking human being <laughs> on the everyone. earth. That's everyone. Yeah, but specifically music listeners. And they asked, when this is over, when we're no longer quarantined, when you can actually go to a Mexican restaurant, that's, that's where I want to go. That, that thing on, on Facebook, uh-huh. what restaurant would you go to? Oh, I want to go to a Mexican. I want to bathe in that cheese that you oh, put on your yeah. chips. Okay. Uh, After this is over, <laughs> would you continue to watch streamed concerts? Let's say Pink is going to sing 10 songs on Saturday and she wants five bucks. And my, I'm going to get to stay home and drink make my beer. own food right. and cheap yes. booze. Would you do it? Yes. Me too. Me too. It's during this quarantine, uh, what is it, uh, Amazon is showing first-run movies. Oh, I like that. Now they're $20, but mm-hmm. you don't have to get in your car. You don't have to go to the movie theater. Oh, it's a savings for us. Right. You don't have to buy popcorn, Coke, and that kind of stuff. And the idiot next to you is not playing Angry Birds in a darkened theater. So three-quarters of people surveyed said, yes, we will continue with this kind of thing. But again, there's the rights. Now, the question is, must all those rights be cleared? Or when streaming occurs, are the rights going to be the same as the companies that are streaming? And I say this because I lecture on this at these cons, mm-hmm. these like Pensacon and things like that. Right. People ask me straight away, how is it possible that I come to this Pensacon and obviously Spider-Man, obviously Darth Vader, and all that are under copyright. How are these artists able to draw them and such? Mm -hmm. Well, legally they're not. But if you are Lucasfilms, if you are the people who run the, the universe, it would be idiotic for you to show up and start handing out cease and desist orders. Yeah. Because how many people went through Pensacon? A hundred thousand? Yeah. And if you start throwing these things around, you're going to kill your business. So there's a little bit you want to give up. So the music companies, they're making more money than they have in years with streaming. Yeah. Are they going to allow bands to stream the music for free for concert and take part of the door, the quote door? That's the question. Wow. Now, if you want to hear exactly what the true laws are and what you're supposed to do, we're going to do that next. You're a fan of Crowded House, right? I am. Don't dream it's over. They did a Zoom and recorded this song and put it out, and we're going to play it for you now. There is freedom within. There is freedom without. Try to catch the devil, Eugene, Let's talk about rights. Now, I'm basing this on the idea of some kid decides to make a YouTube video, puts it up, and he puts that little thing at the front that says, I do not hold the copyright to this. The copyright is held. Legally, that means nothing. Okay. Nothing. Boy, I thought it did. No, nothing. You can't just proclaim, I'm going to use this, but, you know, I don't own it. 
Why don't you go just take somebody's car? Copyright Tammy Burns. I don't I don't own this car, but I'm just going to use it, you know. So, I'm basing all of this on that. If indeed you want to stream a song, I'm going to get up in the morning, I'm going to play Cat Stevens, I'm going to put it up there for my friends on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to pick up what's known as a public performance license from ASCAP or BMI, or if it's held by CSAC, that's where you're supposed to get it. Okay, how do you get it? And by the way, also people who are DJs, because there are people that are DJs, and what they're doing is they're scratching and they're putting on a show, like yeah. here's an hour of music, and right. they have all the lights pointed at them and what have you. There are also people that are creating uh, TikToks, and they're using the uh, music to do it. Exactly the same thing. They all require this public performance license. Okay, how much does it cost? How do you get it? Well, what you do is you go to a clearinghouse website. Harry Fox is the big one. There's a lot of other ones, but Harry Fox is the big one. You go to Harry Fox, you simply say to them, I want to use this. And Harry Fox quotes you a price. Because usually, and I say usually, the people who are performing it, there's no guarantee they're the people that wrote it. There's right. also no guarantee they're the people that own it. Yeah. But Harry Fox knows all of that. So you're supposed to spend, say, let's say they've put an amount of money on it, like $100. Because mm-hmm. you can put whatever amount you want. And as a matter of fact, I know I've said this on the show before, Eminem, his songs are like $630,000. And people go, no one's going to pay that. Well, that's the point. He specifically priced himself out of the market because he doesn't want his songs used without him really having permission over top of it. Because if he, you know, if he put a price on it and somebody meets it, even if he doesn't want them to use it. Right. Right. He hates Trump. But if Trump hacks up six hundred and thirty million dollars, thousand dollars, he can use it. Which would drive Eminem up a tree, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. So let's say oh. it's a hundred dollars. Uh-huh. Now here's the question: Where are you streaming it? Is it on YouTube? Because YouTube has its own set of payments. Is it on Facebook? Because Facebook has its own set of payments. Is it on Bandcamp? Because Bandcamp during the quarantine has said no, we're not going to do that. Is it going to be on some other streaming service like Apple? Apple has to own it if it's streaming. So. Where does the money go? Who do you pay the money to? And how do you know you have the right thing? I don't know. Get it? But let's take that $100 and keep that $100 in mind. Because it starts to get loopy when you turn it around. You've heard that old phrase? I'm a perfectionist. You're an idiot. (laughs) You know? If you turn it around, the numbers change. And I'll tell you what that is in the first break. All right, we got to do something else. Sammy Hagar in the circle went ahead and streamed the Who's Won't Get Fooled Again. It sounds like this. I'm Rock School. Okay, coming into the first break, remember, let's say you want to stream, I don't know, uh, Muskrat Love by Bread. 
Isn't it weird that that's the song that came into my head? But you want to stream that song. And they say, they, America, they, whoever owns it, mm-hmm. it's a hundred bucks. It's a hundred bucks. Okay, well, let's turn that around. The streaming services. Well, how much do they pay to stream something? Spotify's average payout per stream is .00437, which means to make minimum wage, you need 336,842 streams. Whoa. Amazon pays .00402, which means you need just over 366,000 to make minimum wage. Pandora is .00133 cheap skates, which means to make minimum wage, you mean 1,106,766,000 oh. streams. Okay? Why is this even important? But here's my question. Why in the world am I paying... If you're going to pay this to stream it, uh-huh. why am I paying a public performance rights license? Exactly. Somebody looks at all my stuff on Facebook, uh-huh. and I can see how many people have watched it. And I do have, you know, a little depression if I put up a song and it doesn't get 100, you know, likes or something like that. But still, I can see that video that, that I'm streaming uh-huh. has garnered 250. Okay. Let's say I pay you point zero zero four three seven. Here's your half a penny. That's what why why are we paying the license, but the streaming services are paying this ridiculously low amount of money? If you flip it around right. and give us the same stuff as the streaming services, yeah. I bet a lot more people would stream. But You're... that doesn't put money in the pocket. What do you think? My head is spinning. <laughs> I want this thing to turn around because I'd like to have bands continue to stream. But why do they have to clear this music? Why can't they pay the streaming service? That's what the streaming service is paying them. My gosh. Yeah, that's that old statement. You know, if if Congress is going to pass a law, why don't they live by it? Mm-hmm. Because I'll bet things would get changed if they had to live Absolutely. by it. Who's listening to us on this here radio show? WWNW, New Wilmington, PA. That's right. Hi, Dr. David Barner. That's my old alma mater. Thank you so much. Back in a minute here on Rock School. of the break. I'm going to actually do the mathematics on that sort of yakety yak I did right before going yeah, into that commercial. Yeah, that was, that was confusing. Let's pretend I do pay the streaming. So point zero zero four three seven. My my old math teacher told me, you'll never walk around with a calculator in your pocket all yeah. the time. Here it is. Uh, let's say I go times 250. So 250 people equals boom. It's, it's just over a penny. 
It's just over a penny. Wow. All right, let's go 0.00437 times... Let's say I get 10,000 people to listen to me. 43 cents. You rich guy, you. You bet. Pour some money on me. So why does anybody care? Well, they care because you can't make a living at it. So what what's happening, if you were listening, and by the way, I have a, an archive of this, go to southeastern.edu slash rockschool. Once again, southeastern.edu slash rockschool, and click on episodes. They're all there. The thing is, nobody's screaming about rights right now. However, if you go back and listen to a show of mine about five ago, I spoke to roadies and to musicians, mm-hmm. and their stream of money has come to a screeching halt. Right. Until they can play again. Because of that, a lot of musicians, as a matter of fact, online petitions and such, such have been set up saying to these music companies, you're not losing any money. Because remember, you don't buy music. You buy access to music. Mm-hmm. So everybody's still coughing up the five bucks every month. Right. So they haven't been touched. Exactly. But the musicians aren't making anything. It says here uh, that petitions have been created to ask both Spotify and uh, who else did they ask? Apple Music to triple the amount of money people get on you know, on, yeah. on streams. Right. Haven't done it. They've also been asked to donate a half a million dollars to the COVID-19 fund known as Sweet Relief. It's a California-based charity. It's going to help musicians and industry workers. Nothing yet. The only one that we know of, and there's a few other ones, Bandcamp traditionally takes 15% of all sales and 10% of all merchandise. During this COVID thing, they've stopped that. So they're not taking anything. Good. They're taking the financial hit. Nice. Amazon Music has contributed to Music Cares COVID-19 Relief Fund. It doesn't say how much. Apple Music has created a $50 million advance fund to help independent labels and distributors during the downturn. Labels and distributors that earn over $100,000 in quarterly revenue from Apple Music are able to grab some of that. But it scares me. I know $50 million sounds like a ton of cash but what did the government put up for people a couple trillion Mm -hmm. and it's gone right oh let's put up another half a trillion it's gone it's a lot of money a lot of quick all right we got to play something neil diamond hands touching hands (laughs) reaching out touching you can't do that anymore he re-recorded sweet caroline for covid19 here you go it's neil diamond on rock school hi everybody this is neil diamond and I know we're going through a rough time right now, but I love you. And I think maybe if we sing together, well, we'll just feel a little bit better. Give it a try, okay? Where it began, I can't begin to know it. But then I know it's growing strong. shoulders how can I hurt when 
I'm holding you Hands Washing hands Reaching out Don't touch me Times never seem so good All right, coming into the bottom of the hour, my name is Joe Burns. You are... Tammy Burns. I'll tell you a couple more here. Beggars Group has contributed to Spotify's COVID-19 music relief fundraiser, benefiting Music Cares, and also Big Machine Records. That's the one with Taylor Swift and Everybody Stinks and You're Wrong and I'm Wrong and all that kind of stuff. They have produced hand sanitizer through multiple distilleries. Woo. As a matter of fact, one of my students works at a distillery down in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And I remember we were, I'm doing class online. Well, he showed up and there's all these pipes behind him. And where are you? And he said, oh, I'm at work. I, I make vodka. He's at a vodka distillery. Right. And I said, really? How much vodka do you make per day? Because that looks like a huge operation. He says, oh, no, we're making hand sanitizer. He was receiving whatever the chemicals were uh-huh. in 50-gallon drums. Whoa. And then they had to put it down and say, that kind of stuff. But anyway, Big Machine Records is producing hand sanitizer and all that kind of stuff. By the way, you, those little hand sanitizer things, you put your hand on it and it goes, yeah. Rawr. I don't know who makes those. Right. But they're about to make a mint. Oh, I know, right? It's going to be in every room in the entire known universe. They're Let's nice. do seven days, 70 seconds, May 4th, all the way through May 10th. You got Monday, Tammy. Go. May 4th, 1974, the locomotion goes number one for the second time. May 5th, 2014, Beyonce's sister Solange Knowles attacks Jay Z in an elevator. May 6th, 2013, Lauren Hill is sentenced to three years for tax evasion. May 7th, 19. 1998, Steve Perry officially leaves the journey. May 8, 2015, Rush begins their final tour. They played the newest songs first, mm-hmm. Working Backwards to Working Man. Now, wait a minute. You saw the tour. I did. How did you not know that? Uh, May 9, 2013, the RIAA starts allowing streaming to count towards song and album charts. 1,500 is an album. 150 is a song. May 10, 1986, Tommy Lee, drummer for Motley Crue, marries Heather Locklear. Aww. Let's play another one for you. Bare Naked Ladies have done a Zoom for just about every one of their big hits. Here's Pinch Me here on Rock School. Well, hello, good people of the internet. It's time for another selfie cam jam. Um, we recommend you check out the good work that Global Citizen is doing. You can go to globalcitizen.org slash coronavirus and uh, see if you can help out there. Um, we're going to keep bringing you these uh, selfie cam jams as we try to get through this isolation with all of you. We are isolating, but we are not isolated. Reach out to your friends. Reach out to your family. The only way to get through something like this is together. 
Enjoy. All right. You ready, Jim? You ready, Ty? <coughs> Here we go with Pinch Me. It's the perfect time of year Somewhere far away from here I feel fine enough, I guess Considering everything's a mess There's a restaurant down the street Where This idea of you can't go see a live musician right now and you don't have to pay anything for the stream and concerts are dead have been this ridiculous one-two punch for the world of music. Right. First of all, we're taking away your streaming money. We're taking away your sales of physical music. Okay, so now I have to make my money by performing. Okay, now we're going to take away your performing it, it has been awful. It's I mean, crazy. it's been in the gut and then clean on the chin. Has any form of music actually benefited from this? Yes. Streaming? Believe it or not. No, classical. Oh, that genre. Okay, classical. Yeah, Rose Pentreth of ClassicFM.com was talking with musicians, and she found out that, look, in the world of classical music, because it's so hoity-toity uh-huh. and, and blah, 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 it's now streamed. The streaming is helping them all over the place. It says here more people are seeing it. They have bigger audiences online than they ever did right. in the actual uh, venues. It says it's losing its elitist status. And she had a picture up there of, first of all, there they all are in their suits and, and tuxes and long black dresses. The streaming, they're in like a saint sweatshirt <laughs> and jeans and a you know a crop top that kind of stuff they they're just looking like people Aww. rather than these unbelievable elite musicians well, they they have to be beautiful right that's part of classical music it is. it's you, gorgeous right it, it has to be beautiful ballet the same way it has to be visually striking uh, it says here we get to see venues all over the world I'm never going to get into some of these venues, you know, over in Eastern Europe. A cave. Uh, a cave, right? Because they do a lot of classical stuff in caves. I know that sounds stupid, but they do. You get to see the inside of all of mm-hmm. these places. The Vienna Opera House. I'm never going in there, but there it is. Right. And I'm listening to music. Ensemble music is coming back thanks to Zoom. Now, I get it. It's rock music, but ensemble, you see it. It's mm-hmm. the, the, the 30 little windows and... A different instrument or voice in each one. It makes one. me smile every time. Right. And on top of that, a lot of classical performers are using this as a, a way to educate. I, mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember what her name is, but she's a a, a, a classical opera singer. Just the, the, the diva, the whole schmeel. Right. I know and who you, you're talking about. You expect her to come out and sing some aria. Oh. She had a, 
a ukulele. Yeah. And she sang, I think it's an Irving Berlin song, If You Don't Want My Peaches, Don't Shake My Tree. That's right. That's beautiful. If you don't want my peaches, you better stop shaking my tree. Let me say that you're mighty slow. You're as cold as an Eskimo. There's a thousand others waiting, waiting to propose to me. So if you don't want my peaches, you better stop shaking my tree. That's you. You remember? I'm I'm trying to remember what it's called. I think it's long-haired hair. It's a, a Bugs Bunny cartoon mm-hmm. where he's dug a hole outside of an opera singer's house. Right. And he's saying, what do they do in Mississippi <laughs> when skies are drippy? And the, the opera singer gets all caught up. What do they do in Mississippi? Do they stay home and talk? Or do they sit inside? I What do they do in Mississippi when skies are drippy? Beautiful. That kind of thing. So, look, we got to take a break. Uh, who's listening to us on this here radio station? Well, um, in this hand, it is W-A-B-L, A-Meet, Louisiana. But on the other hand, back in a minute here on Rock School. of the break. I read while doing research for this show that there are some people that believe this is the new method or at least a new method of distributing new music. Now, we're sitting here in a studio that I built. Yeah. And we haven't really come up with a name that I like yet, but when we do, I'm thinking seriously about once a week playing something new for the audience and Mm -hmm. allowing them to troll back and is this good is this bad no don't use that hey try this that kind of thing i thought that would be kind of fun distributing new music to see what people thought it's fun you know i have another income right do you think it's at all possible that streaming your music could be a new method of doing this and how could you even monetize it youtube i don't know but I, i hope so I understand that Ed Sheeran could say, here's a new song I'm working on. What do you think? Well, Mm -hmm. every girl would run screaming, oh, my God, he's going to sing. But Joe Burns in Hammond, Louisiana? Yeah. As a matter of fact, today when we record this, what is today? May 2nd. When we're recording this, the restaurants in our little town of Hammond have opened up as long as you're sitting 
outside. Yay! So we're starting Woo-hoo! to come out of this, and we were driving home from the dump, and it really was. We went to the dump today, and there was Don's Seafood, and they had set up tents and chairs and all of that, and I thought to myself, why don't you have a guy or a girl with a guitar right there? Yeah. You could start getting people out there again. True. But I'm not sure this streaming thing is going to work for anybody who isn't an established artist. All right, we got to play something. I said earlier that Brian May was dealing with other musicians and music students and such. He calls them isolation jams. Well, uh-huh. here he is. He's on the guitar. It's Hammer to Fall on Rock School. Jam with me, okay? okay. Let's do this. <laughs> In this streaming, what if you logged into Netflix or you logged into uh, Amazon or, you know, Facebook or what have you, but let's think Amazon or Netflix. Let's say you logged in and one of the choices, instead of it being one of those multiple series items or a movie, it was a concert. Right. What if the Foo Fighters were going to crawl inside of a garage and they were going to play the entire what have you album? Love it. Or... Uh, you were going to have a music lesson from Getty Lee of Rush. Oh, my gosh. And you would simply be there and log in. Do you think that could monetize that kind of thing? It certainly seems to me, I mean, like something we would buy. I think it's it's something that also would work because, do you remember when MTV had unplugged? Yep. Right. It was was a streaming little thing. It was. And it didn't have to be you know, electrified. Mm-hmm. I think Bruce Springsteen was the first that just said the heck with it and used electric instruments. But even Nirvana came out and played acoustic. Yep. And that was just a stream. So for the sake of argument, this weekend, Pink is going to play 10 songs and it's going to be up on what have you. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm I'm really of the opinion the best way for us to find new people in the movie industry is don't show us trailers. Nobody watches trailers like that. They watch it online. Yeah. So instead of a trailer, go to film schools and say, hey, look, here's here's 10,000. You got 10 minutes. Make yep. a movie. That's right. You know, sink or swim, kid. And that's where we find our new people. Ooh, I love so it. every other movie doesn't star Tom Cruise. Right. You know, do the same thing with this. Have the Foo Fighters there. But previous to it, you've got two absolute unknowns. I mean, they're just killing it in Los Angeles or Chicago or Philadelphia or New York or what have you. Okay, kid, you get three songs. Mm -hmm. Knock it out of the park. Knock it out of the park. So when you log in to see that, you have two opening acts, three songs apiece, and bang, on comes the big act. 
that could be a way to distribute new music using this streaming. Have I just come up with the idea beyond ideas? Yes, you have. Thank you. I hold copyright upon that idea. Let me get dressed. I can be in front of Congress very, very quickly. So that wraps it up. Look, everybody's streaming. I'm streaming. But when this is over, in the same way that Napster had a lot of people in the music industry lose their minds Mm because they might not be getting that last couple of pennies, they're going to keep doing that. That's going to be the next big fight. And I don't know that the Lars Ulrichs of the world are going to come to the the support of it again. The streaming just doesn't pay enough for them to want to support right. it. Right. Know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So that's it. I'm Joe Burns. You are. Tammy Burns. And that'll do it. Class is dismissed. <laughs>